Well, welcome back to another episode of Five Minutes in Church History. On this episode, we are going to a place, to a very famous city in the ancient world, the city of Carthage. Carthage was first settled by the Phoenicians. This, of course, was a crucial city, right, as it were, on the Mediterranean Sea. Carthage came to be known as the master of the Mediterranean Sea trade after the Phoenicians. It was part of the Punic Empire. And then under Caesar Augustus, who reigned from 14 BC to 27 AD, of course, this is the Caesar Augustus of the gospel narratives in the birth of Christ, under Caesar Augustus, Rome took control of Carthage. And it became a great Roman city. It was second only to Rome in the Roman Empire, rivaling Alexandria from time to time for that position, but most give it to Carthage. At any given time in these centuries, the population of Carthage would be 250,000 people. It had all the telltale signs of a Roman city. There were theaters and there were public buildings. There were the extensive baths. There were aqueducts for getting water across the city and even out into the fields for farming. There was an extensive Roman road system. Soldiers were kept there. It was a very busy port city and a very prosperous city. It also has quite a role in church history. It was the home of Tertullian. This, of course, is that great church father from 160 to 220. Tertullian is the one who gave us the word Trinity and brought together all that biblical teaching of who God is in his Trinitarian being. And so we have the word Trinity coined at Carthage. In 203, Carthage was the site of the martyrdom of Perpetua and Felicitas, those very brave young women and the wonderful story of their martyrdom and their courage and their stand for Christ. Well, it was at Carthage. In the 250s, Cyprian was bishop of Carthage. This was on the heels of the Decian persecution, a very intense persecution by the Roman emperor Decius. And after the persecution, and there was some relenting of it, Folks were allowed back into the church, created quite a controversy. It was known as the Donatist controversy that raged throughout the church from the 4th to the 6th centuries, and a key player in that controversy was Cyprian, Bishop of Carthage. In 397, it was the site of the Third Council of Carthage, and the topic of discussion was the New Testament canon, and coming out of that council was an affirmation of the 27 books of the New Testament. So it played a role in the canon controversies and development of the early church. And in 416, the Pelagians were condemned at Carthage. So it played a role in the development of the doctrine of original sin. So what a fascinating city with a rich history, both in terms of the ancient world and in church history. Well, as Rome was sacked by the barbarians in 410, Carthage was sacked by the Vandals in 429. Carthage became the capital of the Vandal Empire, which spanned across that great North African coast. And of course, that North African coast had the Mediterranean Sea to the north and the vast Sahara Desert to the south. Islam came on the scene in the 600s and began to threaten from the east. And right at the end of the 600s at the Battle of Carthage, Carthage fell to Islam. It was dominated by Islamic control. There was a brief time during the Crusades when Carthage was retaken, but only for a short time. It remained Muslim throughout the era of the Reformation and right on to the present day. Carthage in the present day is a suburb of Tunis, the capital city of the North African nation of Tunisia. 
Tunisia is the first government in North Africa to give protection for religious freedom, but the nation itself is still dominated by Islam. And while there is a church there going way back to those early centuries, it is still a church that suffers persecution in our present day. Well, that is the city of Carthage. And I'm Steve Nichols, and thanks for joining us for five minutes in church history. I see we have a little bit of time for a quote. This from our friend John Bunyan and the Pilgrim's Progress on God's Armory for the church. And they led him into the armory, where they showed him all manner of furnishings, which their Lord had provided for pilgrims. Sword, shield, helmet, breastplate, all prayer, and shoes that would not wear out. And there was here enough of this to furnish as many men for the service of their Lord as there be stars in heaven for multitude.